Lucky number five. Five is my lucky number. All right. Um, welcome to episode five of the Small Talk podcast with the Smallgan Real Estate team. Today we're with Johnny Styling. I've known Johnny Styling forever. It seems like <laughs> her and her husband actually are are close friends, and I. Um, known them forever and she's a great person and even a better real estate agent so we're going to start off today by reading a review that someone left uh for you on and uh get your response on that okay sounds good johnny was wonderful to work with she is not just focused on selling houses but will make sure that it is a home you'll be happy with she will go the extra mile to answer any and all questions you have she will make house hunting a pleasure instead of a chore I couldn't have asked for a better experience. It's pretty amazing. I wish, I mean, I wish I had a hundred of those reviews or even three. Um, but um, how, do you, how do you respond to that? Well, you know, thank you. I'm glad what I think I'm doing is coming through. Um, you know, I love helping my clients and going above and beyond and being a resource and being able to answer their questions. Um, that was kind of what got me into the business was just, there's so much out there that you don't know and no one teaches you. And so being able to be a resource for somebody and hold their hand through the whole thing was kind of my drive. So I'm glad that my clients appreciate it. That's awesome. I thought you actually got in the business because I, I helped you and James <laughs> find your uh, first house and you were like, if this guy can do it, anyone can, right? Well, that was part of it. Yeah. I mean, we didn't know what we were doing. We had no clue. And you held our hand the whole way and made it really easy and answered all our questions. And I was like, I want to be like that guy when I grow up. Well. You're growing up. So proud of you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so uh, give me give me your thoughts on like the current real estate market. So what, what's your thought on the interest rates and all of that? Um, I, I think it's a breath of fresh air. I really do. Um, coming through everything in the last two years, being so crazy in such a hot seller's market, um, and having to go through the disappointment with my clients of offer after offer not being accepted. And yeah not being able to do it, like it's it's a breath of fresh air for my clients to actually have a chance now and to, you know, have their first or second offer accepted. So yeah. it's been good. And interest rates are scary. And that's I tell all my clients, I know they're scary, but date the rate, marry the house. Like, you know, if, if you're moving, there's another reason besides a rate. And if rates come down, you can refinance. And if they go up, good thing we got in now. Yeah, that's that makes a lot of sense. Um, so tell me about one of your most memorable deals that you've had. So my most memorable deal, um, I had a client that I started working with when I first started and everybody kept passing them by and like, oh, you, we can't help you. We can't help you. And I don't give up. Um, that's just, I'm very determined. And so we were under contract three different times. Um, he had three different co-signers and every time they kept backing out right at the end on him. I remember this one. Yep. And then we finally got him approved on his own and he was able to buy his first home and he had tears at the closing table and I was like, okay, I'm in the right place. This is, this is what I meant to do. Like being able to help people at that level was such an important decision in their life. Probably one of the biggest financial investments they make. Definitely is. Yep. Makes, makes it all worth it. So, um, Helping our, our clients, right? Uh, it's always important to work with other real estate agents in a like professional uh, professional way that we can work together and help our clients achieve their goals, right? How important is it to work with other good real estate agents? How do they play a role in, in getting the deals closed? It makes a huge difference. If you can have somebody on the other side 
that has the same passion and drive to help their clients as you do um, and communicates, answers their phone when you call. Um, it just, it makes everything smooth. You know, we're, we're supposed to be a team. So Yeah. Answering your phone, that's uh, kind of one of the bare minimums yeah. it takes to be a real estate agent, but it can make or break one. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Speaking about answering your phone, how important is it that you work with a good lender and what makes a good lender? Uh, again, huge. Um, I mean, I've had deals where the lender, you know, literally makes the deal happen or doesn't. And first of all, communication is huge, you know, making sure that everybody is looped in. I mean, it really should be you, your client, the other agent, their client, and the lender that are working as a team to get to the finish line. Um, and answering their phone and having a lender that works, you know, like I, I work all the time. So having a lender that's not just nine to five, but is going to be available for my clients after hours when they're available and not working makes a big difference. Super important. Um, so being that it's a great buyer's market, does that necessarily mean it's a bad seller's market? Not at all. Not at all. It's actually a really unique time right now um, because we're still able to, if marketed correctly and done professionally and professional photos and things like that, we're still able to capitalize on, you know, the end of a very hot seller's market and then turn around and be able to help a buyer get into another home at a lower rate. And so if sellers are selling high, they're buying high. So right now it's, it's equaling out and it's starting to finally level out and not be so one, one sided, which is really good for both sellers and buyers. Yeah. So what's some tips you have for selling your home? Um, so curb appeal, I mean, it, when, so I recently just sold my house and, um, we got some mulch and we got some flowers and cut some trees and branches down and, um, it just made everything pop and just look real good. We power washed the outside of the house. That was helpful. Power washed the garage made a big difference. Um, getting professional photography done is huge. Um, you know, that's, that's the first before the curb is the photos online. Yeah. So having that photographer come in and do professional photos and video is good. Um, and then just making sure there's no smells, you know, like you don't want to overpower your house with candles or, or sprays or anything like just, you know, we opened our windows and kind of got like a cross breeze in there and just make it feel homey. Real neutral. Right? Yep, exactly. Yeah. So, um, that, that's pretty much all we got about real estate, but, um, tell me about some of the things you do in your personal time. So I like to golf. I like to bowl. We did that the other day. We did. It was good. It was good. It was fun. A little chilly, but Hmm. still fun. Uh, I like to bowl, too. Sweater weather. Yes. Um, And then I like to travel. Um, I used to like to read, uh, although I used to read more fun books. Now, I I still like to read, but a lot of it is just, you know, personal growth and business growth. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of where my focus has gone with reading. But I still enjoy it. A good paperback. So, yeah. And I know you're... uh, you got family. I know James, Jonas, Jared, they're probably watching this right now, but <laughs> you want to say anything to them? Thank you for supporting me. This was a huge deal. Like I had been at home doing childcare for 10 years prior to this. So I was always at home. And so when I was going to leave the house, it was kind of a, a big change for our whole family and having their support has been huge. Yeah. It's super important to have your family at home back in your decisions because this this is a relationship business and the relationship you have with your family matters more than anything so yeah absolutely um so where'd you grow up like what brought you uh 
to Grand Rapids. So I, I grew up in the UP, uh, yeah. up in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, small little town. I think there's maybe 15,000 people there, and most of them are college students because we have Lake State. Yeah. Um, and then I came down to Grand Rapids to go to college. I went to Grand Valley, uh, got my degree in child development, um, and then I just, I loved it here, so I stayed. Yeah. yeah. Um, Grand Rapids is great. Um, so tell me something interesting about Sault Ste. Marie. That's where the locks is. Okay. Yep. So we have the locks up there. It actually just got like completely redone, which is cool. It's a big tourist town, um, but it's cool because even though we have a ton of tourists, everybody knows everybody. Yeah. So, you know, like you can't go up there and, and go to a store and not run into somebody you know. Has it always been like that? Is that, that what you remember from growing up? What was it like growing up there? Yeah, it was like that. Um, so when I was young growing up, it was always like, this is boring. I, w- I want the big city. And it's funny because, you know, the older I get, the more I'm like, man, I should have taken advantage of that. Like, that was really nice to have such close community. Yeah. But I'm trying to create that down here with everybody that I know. What's your favorite thing about Grand Rapids? Um, so I love that you can get anything you need at any time of day. So that's one thing in the Sioux, everything shuts down at like nine o'clock. And here it can be two o'clock in the morning. And if you need diapers for your kid, there's a store open. We're up yeah. there. You don't have that. Like you, it's a small town, you know? Yeah. I spend a lot of time up in Mackinac and I, I know that firsthand, um, needing to go to the hospital, it's a hour drive. Or yeah. if you need a prescription, there's not a pharmacy anywhere near where, you know, you're at in Mackinac. It's uh Perks of living in a big city, right, or medium-sized city, but um, I I love it here too. So yeah, beer city, USA. Um, where do you see yourself in five years? Um, in five years, I would like to still be crushing it at real estate. Um, you know, helping hundreds more families, and you know, just building my building my group, my community. Um, yeah. So five years ago. That was before you bought your first house. Mm-hmm. That was before you were in real estate. And now three years into real estate, or approximately, um, you're now selling your first house and buying your second one. What's that like? It's been different. It has definitely given me a huge appreciation for my clients. Um, so you don't realize when you do this every day, it just seems so normal. But then when it's your house and you're displaced out of your house and you got to make sure, you know, your dog and your boys don't make a mess in between Mm -hmm. showings and all the stress that goes with it. And are there offers and did people call? Do they like it? What do they think? Like, you don't realize like how stressful that is. And so I think it's given me some empathy for my seller clients for sure. Yeah, that's it. it, When you go through it yourself, it's definitely a different experience. Personally, I've actually never sold any of my personal homes and I can appreciate how how challenging that is and just from hearing it from you that means a lot so yeah um what are some things you personally look for when you were shopping for your home so for us being we're both from the up um we actually went to grade school and high school together which is kind of crazy but um uh, we need a picture of that <laughs> yeah so um for us it was kind of getting out into the country um i like being close to the, to the city because you can get everything but I wanted to be out and have some acreage and just some area for my boys to be able to go out and play and get outside. They want to get, you know, dirt bikes and basketball. They have a basketball hoop out there. And so I'm excited for them to just have some some room, you know. Yeah. Growing up, we always had huge yards. Like I grew up on probably a half acre. Like that was just normal. That was like a city lot. 
So down here, being stuck on less than a quarter of an acre, we were like, whoa, this is really small. It's different. It is sure. different. So uh, Jonah, if you're listening, I need a picture of your mom and dad as early as you have. So send that to me, please. Um, <laughs> when we um, worked together to buy your first house, I guess what made you decide to stop renting and purchase? Um, so it was kind of something we had been on the fence about buying because we didn't know if we were going to stay in Grand Rapids or not. Um, and then the longer we were here, we're like, this is home. Like we have friends here. We have community here. Um, we didn't really have any family. My brother lives in town, which that's the only family we have, which is nice, but everybody else lives in the UP. Yeah. And we had thought for a minute about moving back up to the UP, but it's just, there's no way we could give up the city after being down here for so long. And so then we were finally like, okay, it's time. Time to put roots down. Got to get your mom down here. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> She'd love that. Um, but yeah, so, and I think, you know, with moving to the country now, we can still have all of that, but have the space. And yeah. it took me a minute. And I think I had this misconception that when you buy a house, you have to be there for 30 years. And you don't. I mean, we've been in ours, you know, just over two. And we were able to make that decision of, hey, you know, we want a little bit more space and we can do that. And I think a lot of people think, oh, I'm signing a 30-year mortgage. I have to be there for 30 years. And you don't. Yeah, that's – a lot of people have that same misconception, right? And that and putting 20% down and mm-hmm. um, there's so many myths out there. It's good to get some clarity on that. So um, one final question. What's uh, your a funny story that you can share uh, that's happened to you since you became a real estate agent? So uh, – <laughs> So I'm a vegan and I love animals, but not snakes. I'm, I'm not a fan of snakes. Um, and I was doing a virtual showing tour for clients and I'm walking through this house and I'm talking to them on FaceTime and I go into this room and there is a giant like python in a crate or in a cage, but there was no lid on it. And I threw my phone and ran the other way and my clients are like, oh my gosh, are you okay? When I finally got back to the phone, I'm like, there's a big snake. They're like, just back out slowly. It's fine. Shut the door. I mean, it was fine afterwards, but I was a little, you know, we talk about working with good agents. Good agents should have been like, hey, heads up. There's a python in the house. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, that was it's funny now. It wasn't funny at the time. <laughs> so um, how can uh, viewers of this podcast get a hold of you? Um, they can find me on our website. You can click on agents, meet the team, and click on my bio and read all about me and it has my number and my email and Perfect. Call me. Thanks for tuning in to the Small Talk podcast with the Smallgan Real Estate team. Uh, Make sure you subscribe and check out our next episode. Thanks for having me. It was nice chatting. (laughs) Thanks, Johnny.